<laughs> it is officially Mercury retrograde season. Oh, the time is upon us. However, it's going for you. May you come out hotter and wiser with pockets fatter and less emotional baggage than you entered with. Ameneth. In the name of Mercury retrograde causing us to ditch shit that no longer serves us, I thought we'd talk about when to ditch a friend. You heard me. Today, I'm going to dive deep into how to spot a dead friendship and how to break up with your bestie, if that's what's ultimately best for you, of course. Here's the thing. Dumping friends sucks, but it's a part of life. And it is incredibly rare that people have thriving relationships with the same friends over the span of their entire lives, okay? People change, including yourself. So if you're feeling a little less like wanting to hit up that friend of yours and more like ignoring their texts, you might have a friend to dump. And I'm going to teach you how to do it with love, of course. Hi, babe. Welcome to the Call Me When You Get Lost podcast. I'm your host, Lexi, also known as Lexi Luxury on social media. You can find me on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube at Lexi Luxury. That's L-E-X-I-L-U-X-U-R-Y. And on my website, LexiLuxury.com. In this podcast, we talk about manifesting, perfectionism, law of attraction, and pretty much anything else I feel like throwing at you. So we all have that one friend or friends who just kind of rub us the wrong way. Maybe you've been friends forever and you're starting to just change and grow apart. Maybe you've always been a little bit of frenemies and there's some like weird competition thing between you two. Maybe you find yourself making excuses for their shitty behavior and sacrificing your own sanity. Or maybe you just simply don't vibe anymore. In any case, they're holding you back and it's time you let them go. I personally like to think of myself as a professional friend dumper. (laughs) (laughs) No, not really. But I do have a tendency to protect my own energy at all costs. And I've been like this basically all my life. So that means lots of relationships have been dropped by yours truly. And let me tell you what, it has always been the right choice for the both of us. When you're on your self-love journey and you're working on yourself and you're growing, things change, including friendships. Not everyone is going to grow at the same rate or even in the same direction for that matter. You have to honor when you're clearly needing to part ways, even if the other party doesn't want to. And that's what this is. It's honoring yourself and the other person. If you're feeling a weird vibe between the two of you, it's because your frequencies just don't line up anymore. Like simply put, that is when it is best to create space. And that sounds easy enough, but it isn't always. Unless you have some freakishly cold hearted cut a bitch off superpower, which some of us like to think we have the superpower, but we really do care deep down. Let's be fucking for real. It's going to be a bit difficult, okay? That's because you are energetically connected to this other person. I said this before, but any two people who spend a lot of time with each other are going to be exchanging a lot of energy, obviously. And severing an energetic connection should be done with love and caution, which is why we don't burn a bridge and go all psycho, okay? In order to make them less a part of your life, you just need to create space so your energies can separate and you can go on with your fucking lives. So just no, that's what I mean. I don't mean be a cold hearted bitch, although that's always an option. First things first, let's dive into reasons to dump your bestie or just how to notice if your friendship is fucking dead. So number one, we kind of already went over this, but if you're bettering yourself and they're not, aka you're growing apart, it's time to dump them, okay? Once you start your self-love journey, you learn to become very selfish in the best way possible. It's literally all about putting yourself first and doing what's best for you. That's what the self-love journey is all about. It's understanding that you're worthy of being selfish. And that makes dead friendships really hard to maintain because you'll try to make it work out of love, but ultimately you'll feel incredibly fucking drained when you're around them. And that's not fair for either of you. And this might not be as obvious at first, 
worse because you're not dropping them because they suck or because they're a bad person or because the friendship isn't there. It's just that you don't really feel that good in their energetic space anymore. Therefore, like you probably shouldn't be spending that much time with each other. It's time to create space. Another reason to dump your bestie is that they don't respect your boundaries. This is fucking huge. This will set me off and give me the ick so fast. If you do not respect my boundaries in my head, like you are on my shit list, like you're done. You're done. You're blacklisted. Like, I don't believe in canceling people forever. I do believe that people can change, but like, ugh, it's it's really hard to come back from that for me. For example, if you tell your friend that you don't want to go out that week and they hear this and understand this, and then that same weekend, they're nagging you and making you feel like shit for not coming out. That's a bit of a red flag, babes. Hate to admit it, but it really is. Like, if you are telling somebody clearly that you don't want to do something and then they are ignoring that boundary that you set only to bulldoze past it and try to get you to break a promise that you made to yourself. That is shady behavior. Okay. And they probably don't even recognize they're doing it. That's the thing. But at the end of the day, they are trying to get you to come down to their level. And that's not that's not good. That is a great indicator that you need to create space from this person because they're ultimately not what's best for you. Another reason to dump your bestie, which I think should be pretty freaking obvious, but you'd be surprised how not obvious this one is sometimes. If this person is adding chaos to your life rather than peace or happiness or comfort or something that is benefiting you, babe, dump the bitch. If you are exchanging a lot of energy with this person and they have chaotic energy, you think that's not going to rub off on you? Be fucking for real. There are some people who are just chaotic 24-7 and there are some people who go through chaotic phases in their lives. But if the chaos is rubbing off on you, yeah, it's time to create space. Another reason it might be time to ditch your bestie, they take away from your energy instead of give you energy. I truly believe that in any healthy relationship, there should be an even exchange of energy. And there are going to be some times where you're giving a little more, they're taking a little more and vice versa. But if the playing fields are not level the majority of the time, and every time you get home, you feel drained after seeing them and hanging out with them, that is a bad sign, I'm afraid, friend. And that goes for any relationship. All of this stuff, honestly, goes for every relationship. But if they are just taking from you, taking from you, taking from you, and you feel like you're not getting anything back in return whatsoever, maybe you're always offering them advice or you're always giving them things. This could be physical things too, like 100%. If you're always like giving them clothes and resources out of your home, if you're always the one driving, you're giving them a lot of yourself, but they're not giving you any of them in return. Like you're not gaining anything from that friendship. You're just giving and giving and giving. And that is not sustainable. Eventually, you're going to grow to resent them. So it's better to cut things off now than wait till that inevitable demise. Another reason it might be time to give your friend the old boot is maybe they just seem a little competitive with you. Maybe you sense a little bit of jealousy. Maybe you feel like they just don't truly have your best interest in mind. Okay, you got yourself a frenemy. Mm. Frenemies, it's giving high school. Okay, it's giving high school. It's giving mean girl. It's giving who hurt you. Like, no one has time for that. Okay, I hope this would be obvious, but for a lot of people, it isn't. Sometimes you have a friend that's been your friend for years and years and years on end, and that is your excuse for keeping this person around. But if they are low key, like, 
preying on your downfall, you know what I'm talking about. And you know the exact person I'm talking about. If you have one of these in your circle, you need to create space with this person like immediately. They are giving you evil eye, nasty vibes. Like they're not ultimately there for you. And that doesn't mean that they are bad people. Once again, it just means that they have a lot of shit to work through and you don't need to be there while they work through it. So on that note, you know what a huge indicator of a frenemy is? If they are gossiping about their other close friends to you, like if they're spilling like vital personal tea about other people that they claim to be quote unquote close with, please know that you are no exception and anything that you say to them is going to be said to other people. I hope you're not surprised when your shit gets aired out and you circle back to who you told that information to and surprise, it's that bitch, okay? That bitch is fake, cut her off immediate no. I don't care if you just met this person. As soon as somebody starts spilling tea about other people in their lives to you, like, no, I don't care how many fucking margaritas you've had. Do not make any plans for the future. Do not hang out with this girl or guy, whatever. They're bad news. Next reason, if you feel like you have to drink or go out in order to have fun with this person... Okay, create space. You don't have to like never see this person again, but maybe reserve your energy for when you have time to like party hard or do whatever, you know, like maybe you go on trips with this person. Maybe you see this person every other weekend, you know, whatever. But there should be a clear boundary between what you want for yourself. Like if you don't want to go out that week and this person wants to hang out and you know that you are going to want to drink or go out because that's the only way that you guys have fun together, then maybe be a little bit more strategic with how you hang out with this person. But I definitely wouldn't make them a bestie or somebody that you spend a lot of time with because at the end of the day if y'all can't like fucking sit down and scrapbook or do some weird lame boring shit together they're probably not somebody you really truly care about and they probably feel the same way deep down sometimes we can get our lines blurred when it comes to close friends and people we just have fun with those are two different things yes you have fun with your close friends but sometimes you just have fun with people and sometimes that fun is literally getting fucked up and it's not special to have fun with somebody when you're fucked up You can have fun with anybody when you're fucked up. That's why you make friends with all these random ass girls in the fucking bathroom. It's not a special relationship. If you can't do anything wholesome together, like create space and only hit that bitch up when you're ready to rage, period. A last reason that you might want to dump your bestie or friend or whoever this person may be is when push comes to shove, they are nowhere to be found. I have seen this with multiple relationships across my life with my friendships and with other people's friendships that are close to me. When something goes down and you need them to be there for you, it's almost like you're an inconvenience. I'm sorry if that has ever happened to you and you are still friends with this person and you keep the same energy that you did before that. Babes, are you good? Like, come on, give yourself some more respect. You deserve a friend who is going to be there for you when the going gets rough. You deserve a friend who feels like family. I don't know about you, but I'm getting way too old for me to have fair weather friends or me to have anybody that's going to just be kind of a flake when I need them to step up for me. That's what real relationships are about. You should be able to rely on one another when it really matters. And if you know in the back of your mind that this person is just not going to be there for you when you need them to step up, maybe you should rethink that friendship. Maybe you should stop hitting them up. Just saying. So hopefully you have some clarity on some friendship red flags and when you need to create space with another human being because they are just not they're not meshing up with you anymore, babes. And that's all right. Like I said, like people change, people grow in different directions. That doesn't mean that you're not going to be friends forever. It just means that you need some time and space apart from each other, at least for right now. So now that we've covered that, let's talk about my tried and true methods for creating energetic space. Yes, here is how you can dump your bestie. Let's get into it. 
ultimately what needs to happen is you need to create a clear energetic boundary between you and this other person. Because like I said, you've been exchanging a lot of energy. You two are energetically intertwined. We need to like untwine, unwind. Okay. So how can we do that? Simply put, stop saying yes when they ask you to hang out, okay? Tell them that you have something else going on. If you need to actually throw yourself into a project or something else to hold yourself accountable to not hanging out with this person, that's cool. I always love to throw myself into work. You can pick up a hobby. I mean, shit, you're going to have all this free time with them not sucking up all of your energy and space. So yeah, go do something good for yourself. You know, um, I did like dry 30 at the beginning of the year and that pretty much eliminated a a lot of my quote unquote friend group. They were mostly acquaintances, but a lot of those people that I was mistaking for friends because we had a lot of quote unquote fun together. I was going out a lot. I talk about that in episode six, but not drinking for 30 days eliminated a lot of people in my circle that I only hung out with when I was drinking. Okay. Like it was very easy for me to turn down invitations because I was just like, no, I don't want to go. I don't want to drink. And that was the truth. And then it actually helped me create space from those people. And now they don't even really hit me up, which is a blessing. Basically, if you create space in the right way, people won't even ask you questions. They won't get up in your face because some friends, they get really fucking offended when they realize that you're trying to create energetic boundaries from them. And, you know, some people like to white knuckle and hold on to things that are no longer good for them, whatever. If you've made a decision to create space from them, you can do so with love. And in this way, they won't be freaking out as much. I mean, I don't know how fucking crazy your friends are, but it works for me. Okay. So yeah, stop saying yes when they ask you to hang out and feel free to throw yourself into something to keep you busy and keep you separate from them. And like when they do text you, don't be so quick to text back. Kind of train them to expect you to be a little aloof, okay? If they are used to texting you every single day and taking up a lot of your attention and energy, they're probably going to be like, okay, why the fuck is this bitch not texting me back? They're going to call you and get all up in your business and check your Insta stories and try to figure out what you're doing. That is chaotic energy, okay? We don't want that. So you don't need to go off the grid. Just be slower to respond. If they text you and you don't feel like texting them back right in that moment, Take some time. Wait to think about what you're going to say. Go find something else to do so that you can tell them you're doing something else. You are allowed to take time for yourself. You are allowed to not text people back right away. There is nothing wrong with that, okay? Now, let's say you're more of a confrontational queen and you don't want to go the passive aggressive route. Communicate, babe. Like, have an open conversation with them. If you feel like you have the energetic space to sit down with somebody and explain to them why you need space and you don't have to point the finger, I will say if you are going to go this route and you are like a mature, bossed up bitch and you're like, no, I'm going to have an adult conversation with my adult friend and we're going to hash this out and it's going to be amazing. And at the end, like, we're both going to see each other's sides and I'm going to have the space that I want. If you know that that is the best case scenario for you and that it's all going to go hunky-dory, then I would recommend not pointing the finger at them for why you need space. Point the finger at yourself. Ultimately, you are trying to focus on yourself and you just need some time, okay? You're basically dumping them to their face. And if you know that they are going to spiral out of control and be chaotic, I would recommend the passive aggressive method just to save yourself some some fucking headache, okay? I'm just putting it out there. But if you do feel the need to like openly communicate, I think that's beautiful. And I think there should be more conversations like this. So fucking kudos to you. Just make sure you're pointing the finger at yourself and not at them so they don't feel like they're doing something wrong because ultimately they're not. Even if they're being a fake friend or they're being a friend of me, they have their own shit to work through. You're trying to work through yours and you just want to do it apart from them. 
Now, my personal favorite method, which is super witchy. So if you're not into this stuff, like don't freak out. Okay. It's really, it's not that deep. It's not that deep. I swear to God. It's just a, it's a physical representation of the energetic cord that you are cutting. It's a cord cutting ritual, bitch. I know you've seen these all over TikTok. A cord cutting ritual essentially is you just take two little candles. One represents you. One represents the person you want to cut energetic ties with. Then you take a little piece of string or twine or whatever you have lying around, honestly, and you just tie it into a circle and you put that circle around each candle so that represents your energetic connection to each other. And you light both candles at the same time and then you let the cord break and burn. And depending on how it burns, you can like tell certain things or whatever. You don't have to get that deep into it. You can also look this up. I would highly recommend it. Um, Anyways, it's just like I said, it's a physical representation of you cutting an energetic cord. And sometimes it helps to see things in a physical matter when we're talking about the non-physical. Energy is like an idea, essentially, right? Like it's like the wind, like, you know, the wind's there. You can feel it, but you can't fucking grab it. You can't smell it. Like it's just it's just the wind, right? Energy is just energy. Like you can't always tangibly understand it. So I love the cord cutting ritual because it really just helps you. It helps you like intensify your intention and it helps you become more clear to the universe that you are 100 percent ready to cut ties with this person literally i have had the best fucking results with cord cutting rituals i've only done a couple in my life because they really really do work so i want to make absolutely sure that i am like cutting an energetic tie with somebody but talk about somebody like not hitting you up not being crazy respecting your boundaries like that's why i love cord cutting rituals because you can set all these intentions for how you want this quote-unquote breakup to go and it gives the universe more clarity on how to handle the situation for you so that it can go as easily as possible ultimately if you do this you want your intention to be love always good of all and harm to none you want to make sure that your intention is rooted in what's best for you and the other person and don't think about all of the shit if there was any shit that went down with the friendship if that's why you're cutting the cord whatever don't focus on it in that way don't wish any harm to anyone just focus on how this is going to be better for you or them and release the energetic tie with love and like i said you will be just amazed at what happens like especially if your intention is rooted in love and peace for the both of you like it's all gonna work out they're magically just not gonna hit you up they're gonna be busy when you have events that you feel bad for not inviting them for shit is going to work out they're gonna find a new friend to replace you with whatever it is okay i promise you but it's just such a powerful practice and i absolutely love it and like i said i've dumped a lot of people so you know take it from me and once again, let's just be clear one last time. Just because you want to move past this friendship doesn't make you a better person than them. You're just on different wavelengths. And until it feels doable to be in their presence without sacrificing your energy, space is necessary. So I want to talk now about what I feel like a healthy friendship looks like so that you can keep your eyes out and also get more clear with the universe when you are trying to manifest new connections in your life. And maybe right now you just want to be like alone and be a hermit and you don't want the responsibility of having friends because having friends is a responsibility. It really fucking is like relationships are hard. And sometimes, you know, if you're going through like a selfish, selfish stage in your life where you're like, I literally don't have any energetic space for anyone other than myself, my significant other, my family right now. Dude, that's cool. Like, don't feel like you need to call in another friend right now. Don't feel like you have to have that one person that you tell all of your secrets to that isn't in your immediate family or isn't your significant other. 
I feel like in our society, we put so much pressure on having a lot of friends or having like a best friend, like no matter what, through thick and thin, you guys stay together. But like I said, sometimes you just grow apart and sometimes it's not healthy to have that person that you're relying on. Sometimes it becomes a codependent relationship and it's not healthy for either of you. And it's actually more beneficial if you do take time apart. So sometimes it's good to be your own best friend. Honestly, I think you should be your own best friend first and foremost, period. Another friend should be an addition to that. They should be supporting you, uplifting you, and you should want to do the same for them. There should be an equal exchange of energy. And that's what I feel like a healthy friendship looks like. A healthy friendship feels like I respect your boundaries and you respect mine. If you're doing something good for you, babe, I love that. I applaud you. Thanks for inspiring me to be better myself. And if you trigger me, I'm going to look at that and understand that that has nothing to do with you and everything to do with me. That's like the type of friendships that I only have energetic space for now. My relationships need to be like very fucking high vibe. I have no time for people that I'm just going out with anymore. I have no time for people that are going to act like they're cool in my face and then like tell all my shit to other people. Like I don't have time for that. I'm so far beyond that. Like the idea of that just drains me as it is. Healthy friendships, they give you energy. They make you feel like a better person. You don't feel like it's a chore to hang out with them or to text them back. It should be a pleasure and they should understand if you need space and you should understand if they need space. These are the people that you can just pick it up with right off the bat. If it's been three years time since you've seen each other, like you're still good to go. Like no time passed when you see each other. These people don't need to live immediately in your area for you to have a good relationship with each other. They could be across the fucking world. They could be in outer space and you know that you still have that loving, energetic tie to each other and you'll always be there for each other no matter what. And really good, healthy friends also understand that you might grow apart and they will still root for you even if you aren't in each other's circles or in each other's lives anymore. That is what a healthy relationship looks like. It's somebody you can rely on. It's somebody who celebrates you. It's somebody who points out what's going right for you. And these people aren't perfect. You're not perfect either, but they support you and uplift you and you do the same for them. That is a healthy relationship. Like I said, equal exchange of energy. And when you're on this self-love journey, the best friendships I found are people who are also on a self-love journey. Like I need you to be working on yourself as much as I'm working on myself so that when we get together, we can have like high vibe conversations and we don't want to gossip about people and we don't want to take shots every five seconds and we don't want to, you know, just do like shit that doesn't fucking matter. And that doesn't mean we can't fuck around and get twisted every now and then. Like, yes, let's go to Cabo. Let's rage. Let's do all the things like, but let's make sure that our goals are somewhat complementary to each other so that we're not derailing each other. We're both at the end of the day, helping each other become better versions of ourselves. That's what it's about. There should be balance, of course, but ultimately you should be going in an upward direction together. You know what I mean? I could go on and on forever, but at the end of the day, if you are dumping a friend and you're feeling a little weird about it, or if you're feeling like there's just like a little bit of something off with you and some relationships in your life, you got to do what's best for you, babe. Like be kind, but be selfish always. Anyways, that is episode nine of the Call Me When You Get Lost podcast. Don't forget to leave a five-star review. It helps me out so, so, so much. Like literally, if you are in a place right now where you can stop and give me a five-star review, I will kiss your forehead when I see you. Remember, you can find me on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube at Lexi Luxury. That's L-E-X-I-L-U-X-U-R-Y. And you can also find me at my website, www.lexiluxury.com. Don't forget to call me when you get lost. We'll chat next week. Same time, same place. Love ya. Bye.